Futura of Radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on com. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. I know you don't. No, you're being very nice. But I know I I look amazing right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say that about some people. It depends on how they they go there, through the emotions. There are some it, beautiful people that have like one <laughs> lone silvery tear running down their face. And there are other people who full on ugly cry and I am in the latter category. I'm not going to say that. That's you saying that. Um, but it is I have a, a mirror. I know what I look like. I wouldn't say that. I was just you wear your emotions uh very prominently. On my face. On your face. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. We really do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, seriously, we really do appreciate it. Coming up on today's show, we have our yearly visit from Gilbert. Oh, I'm so excited. Gilbert from H&R Block. He has been doing our taxes for years and uh, every year he makes his trek over here to hop onto this show and talk about, you know, what you should be doing at home, some of the changes that have happened this year. And there's a lot of changes. Honestly, I'm going to ask him qu- questions directly on the show that I haven't asked him yet. Oh, yeah. About my own stuff because I you, still, don't you haven't done know. your taxes yet, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> and we haven't done Fun Employment Radios either because I put it off for too long. Oh. And that's why Gilbert's awesome and he's going to help out. Uh, so Gilbert is going to just kind of walk through everything for us. If you have questions, let us know. And uh, we'll certainly ask him those. Uh, since we are broadcasting live, if you're listening via podcast, well, then you can ask him afterward. Hello. So, yes. <laughs> then you can right. get to him. A lot to get to today, uh, but we do want to address something here right off the top Ugh. of the show. I just wrote the bandit off really fast. And, and well, it's because, you know, today is, uh, what is it, Monday, March 4th, 2019. And if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know what an impact Beverly Hills 90210 has oh my had on Sarah during her life. Hey, it was my theme. It was my theme song for World of Crazy for like six years. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was really it's, it's a part of your life, and you know we've joked about it some, but I mean it's it's the show that you watched, and I think it impacted a lot of people. And yeah, today, no, that's what I'm noticing too. I'm seeing so many reactions, even from people. Who weren't, you know, teenage girls when that was coming Oh, out. I was a teenage girl, and it affects me, and I think it's, yeah. it's awful. I mean, and he was and, so young. So well, let's say it. Say I mean, it. so depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Luke Perry, um, he passed away today, it sounds like, or this morning, this sometime morning, this morning. Yeah. Um, he had a stroke last week, and it didn't look great because they weren't releasing. Yeah, Anytime the, they don't release updates. When there's not, I, I kept checking every day, and every day that went by that when it said massive stroke and there were no updates, I'm like, that is... I, I knew it. I knew yeah. it was inevitable. Just just like you were saying, if there aren't updates, you know, clearly it's not going well. Yeah. So um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I guess it happened this morning. Yeah, that Luke Perry has passed away. So, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. Fifty two years old. That's so young. Very young. Oh, had man. a stroke. Um, I mean, you might be maybe if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this and you're like, 52 doesn't sound very young. Trust me, when you get into your 30s and 40s, 52 is still like it's really it's young. still considered really young. Like it yeah. might not sound like it, but as you get older, like you understand how young that still really yeah. is. Yeah, that's a lot of life left. Yeah, at, at that age. Yeah. Um, you know, I did see one of our friends said, you know, Luke Perry 52 is greater than most people's 52 just because of how much life he lived. Uh, which I can understand that. You know, oh, yeah. But well, I mean, and getting to play, like, that cool character. I mean, he got to be, like, basically 90s James Dean reincarnated. Like, yeah. got to be, like, the cool loner who didn't fit in, who uh, 
you know, kind of bounce between the two hottest girls in school. Like, he was just a fun actor, and he seemed like a really cool guy. I also watched him on Riverdale. He played Archie's. I know Archie's, a lot of people watch him on Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. he played Archie's father on Riverdale. That's um, probably I where know. a lot of younger people know him I from. I think that's exactly. I think yeah, that's, they know him from that. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird. I think it's weird. I know that's the part of getting older that you see, you know, a lot of people. A lot of your your people that you watch and your people that you grew up with, yeah, as they start. But this one also is kind of a, this seems kind of a one-off. I mean, yeah. for that young, all of a sudden, just happening. It's, it's true, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so I, my yeah, as sister. Yeah, says, the fifth element, too. He had a, such a small role in there, but he was so good. Or eight seconds. Oh, oh and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The original one, I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just fell down the Christy Swanson train. Oh, my God, if you have not. Christy Swanson was the original Buffy. She was the original Buffy. She is bonkers. That's so weird. Actually, just yesterday, I was looking at her Instagram page. If you if you want to see what crazy looks like, what do you mean? What what happened to Christy Swanson? She's very um, okay. Trumpy. Okay. All right. Like, but like really, and or or not religious. Okay. Just a little, like super, super wacky. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I fell down that train yesterday. Yeah, but he's just. So my sister called me, and I was at a coffee shop today. And, of course, you know, I had to be in public when I found out so mm-hmm. I could look incredible as I'm sitting there in front of, you know, all these people who are, like, wearing their knit hats and stuff who are just like, ugh, kill your television. And I'm like, oh, Luke Perry. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But but going back to the beginning, yes, I am always so jealous of those people who can, like, you know, their eyes get all, like, bright and, you know, like, brilliant when they're, like, shiny with tears and they just, like, look so pretty. I just turn red and puffy and gross and I look like that for the rest of the day. Yeah, but you, that I means cry. you're a normal person. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, hi. Oh, we uh, do, well, why don't we just bring our guest on now? Okay. Yeah. Well, since he somehow snuck his way into the yeah, building, sure I don't did. even know how he He doesn't did look that. suspect. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Yes. That's. <laughs> It's the name tag. I oh mean, my he could have gotten anywhere he wants. You really did. Hi, Gilbert. How are you doing? You look wonderful. Perfect Would you like some timing. coffee or some water? No, I'm fine. I'm Ooh. fine. Thank you. So we're yeah. going to say, so you just came on the show here, and we were going to do a separate intro. We're going to introduce you fully officially here in a second. So uh, Luke Perry passed away today. Well, I don't and know if you know who that is. He was one of the main actors on Beverly Hills 90210 oh, in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, he, yes. had, he had a stroke. So that's why I'm a little blotchy because okay. I was a little upset sure. about it. Yeah. Sure. It was one of her favorite shows. Yeah. So we're we're just talking about how, you know, so sometimes these things happen. Young you know, guy. And yeah, young. Yeah, only 52. Super young. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, 50, my word. Yeah, suffered yeah. A, a stroke out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. So we are just talking about that and how I, I was talking about how some people are pretty criers and some people are like the ugly no. crier. I'm the latter. <laughs> <laughs> I get blotchy. Are you a because pre- you're a normal person. Are you a pretty crier, Gilbert? I'm a pretty crier. I, yeah, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> It's, I just get choked up real big. Oh, yeah. and then the the single lone tear. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. I knew it. Gilbert's classy all the way, even with the crying face. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcoming now to the show, it is our friend Gilbert, Mason R. Black. Hello, Gilbert. Hello there. It's good to see. You. Good we, to see you. Oh, we're so happy to too. have you in. Yes, it's nice to be here. Oh, so how how's your year been? Busy, busy, busy. Yes. yes. Are you still in that nice looking office? Beautiful office. Yeah. Yes. That is such a nice office. Right on right on Max. Oh yeah. Step off on Max and get right in walk right in our door. Absolutely. So. I mean it's and actually, why would it's you always not? fun going there. Oh it yeah, is. To be honest. 
Because like a lot of the times they have some delicious There's treats some there. Snacks there. What I don't think I've seen your name on my schedule oh. yet. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Come on, come on. You well, should know Greg. to get it there before I show up. I know. I, know. I, was, I was thinking, like, why do you keep doing that to yourself? Because uh, I'm terrible, and then Gilbert saves me. So. You have about 11 days to go, I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yes, that's right. For the corporation taxes, yes. they have to be done in 11 days. I'll have those in uh, by the end of this week. I'll have them to you. <laughs> I'll drop them off by the end of this week. Um, I'll put but, time in my schedule. I'll craft it out. Oh, Greg, you got to reserve your spot. I know. Gilbert's very I popular. Screwed that up, but, and he's uh, kind of, you know, it's getting low on time. But that's why. I just like you making know, him feel uncomfortable. I know. Well, it's your taxes, too. I know. <laughs> but you're doing a great job at them, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's talk about uh, some taxes. Um, so we have the business tax, but I'm curious this year on the other side, like, the personal taxes. Because there's been so much in the news and how taxes are affecting different people. Or at least that's the perception that there's so many changes. The president, when he was running for office, one of his promises was that he was going to put H&R Block out of business. I remember you saying that. Remember that? Yes. I mean, he named us by name. And I'll tell you, he did the opposite. (laughs) Because this new tax law... It call, it's called simplified, the uh-huh. simplified 1040, but it isn't. Yeah. It made it – it pulled some stuff off of the form itself and put on separate schedules. And the small business people and the corporations, they have whole – I mean, just complicated rules. It's just – it's amazing to me. So I'm thankful for our president because it gives job, <laughs> this, job security and keep me in business for quite a few more years. Right. So anyway. – well. What are some things – I mean, maybe we should go from, from like, the small business side. Yeah. Because – and especially on, on my, my other side. And then people know this. You know, I itemize things and I've got a lot of different sources of income because, because we do different jobs. Um, how is that going to affect, like, somebody in my position, like, in the small business side if you have different sources of income? Well, let's start with the, pers- with the, with the personal income tax form. Yeah. Because some people do their personal taxes on – do their small business on their personal return, a 1040, mm-hmm. and some have like an S-corp or a partnership or something like that. So that on the, on the, on the business side, both the S-corps and corporations, partnerships, and on the small businesses that go on the 1040, there's a 20% discount for some people on their returns, and that's what the complicated – and I'm not going to get into it because yeah. we don't have time. But <laughs> right. But it's they, it's a very complicated determinant as to whether somebody's specified or non-specified, and whether they can take it and how much they can take it. And it's just that became more, much more complicated for people who take advantage of it. It's really nice because it's you're not paying tax on 20 percent of your net income. Whoa. Wow! For a small you know small business person, so that's a positive thing. On the on the personal side, they increase the standard deduction tremendously, and that's where they call it the simplified. Is when they do that, then less people are itemizing, and so it it becomes simpler for a group of people. Okay, a large group of people who use it. You know, they if they didn't if they own their home or didn't own a home, they do charitable deductions. You do your your state income tax and property tax and that type of thing used to be you itemized for a lot of that. Yeah. But they increased it enough, and then they that those people, a lot of them are, are doing standard deduction. Then the other thing they did 
is they put a cap on your social, on your state income tax withheld. Oh yeah. And your property tax of ten thousand dollars. And for Oregon, that's a big thing because we have a high income tax state, and so a lot of people that used to itemize because they had they had high you know taxes like that are, are you know they're they're being they're being that's been capped and so they're losing a lot of deductions because of that. The thing in Oregon that is that complicates it is we're finding more and more people who do not itemize for federal but they itemize for Oregon. So they have to go through and figure out their property tax and their and their charitable deductions and all that type of thing. So that's that's made a big change. Wow. The other thing that's made a big change on the itemized is there's a whole section of of the 1040 that was a block of it that was called uh, 2% deduction. And things that fit into that included being able to write off your tax preparation fee. Yeah. Being able to write off your investment fees. For some people, it's, it's quite a bit. Being able to write off job searches. Being able to write off your... Um, your union dues and mileage if you're a W-2 employee, your mileage and your expenses. So if you worked at home and that type of thing, that whole section is gone. And there's some people for whom that was a deduction of seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000. So are you seeing a lot of upset people maybe this time around, this tax season, that aren't getting the, ref- the refunds that they were anticipating? There are people that are wonderful people throughout the year, mm-hmm. except for the hour they're in my office. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And they come and they, they say, Gilbert, I'm really not like this out there. I'm really not. So uh, for some people, it's a it's a boondoggle. For some people, they're doing really well. You know, their itemized deduction jumped up. Some of them have, some of the ones have kids. They're, they're be, being able to take uh, child tax credit mm. because that doubled this year. So for some people, it's a major, a major help. Yeah, and it's not, it's not a standard, you know, this income level is help. This one is not, and that type of thing. It, it's it kind of varies throughout. Small business people can be, can be lower income, or they can be real high, high income. You know, there's just, it's not, it's not that you can grab one set of people and say, these are the people that are being helped, or these people are being hurt the worst by it. So it sounds really simple. Very simplified. I think he's I'm being kidding. facetious. Yeah, I, mean, I know he is. <laughs> yeah, I know. He has that, no, he has that glint in his eye. I that know. That it doesn't twinkle. come across on the radio very well, does it? No, it's a little evil eye. Yeah, that makes more sense to me because I know some friends who are in similar income brackets, and one of our friends is getting a substantial amount of money yep. back, and yep. the other one who, you know, like no, like both of them, no difference in their, in their wages or anything, and then yep. the other person is getting like $6,000 less than they did last year. And some of what we're seeing is – and the news is kind of portraying it in a negative way, but if their return is exactly this the same this year as it was last year, they're getting less of a refund. And IRS is saying that refunds are down, I can't remember what they said, 5% or something like that. Well, if you just report that, that sounds negative. What they didn't, don't say is they also adjusted the withholding tables yeah. so those people got more money during the year. Oh, okay. So when you look at the bottom line, they're probably paying less tax this year than they did last year, but the refund is lower because they got it all through the year. So okay, and if if you think through the financial 
wisdom of it, it's better to have it throughout the year than it is to yeah. get it all at the end of the year and let the government have it all year long. But but when you see my when my withholding goes down, I mean when my refund goes down nine percent, I'm not very happy about that. Yeah, and I forget that I had more money during the year because it's all spent already. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I remember you saying last year that it was going to be like you're like, all right, it hasn't happened yet, but next year is going to be a very different monster. Like. Yeah. And it seems like that really has come to has. fruition. So yeah. we, we did a lot of – last year we we did the projection for people and our software had, you know, this is what it's going to look like and this is the impact to make sure you're preparing for it. But most people didn't. Yeah. So we're seeing the reality of it now. Yeah, it's all coming to fruition right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're realizing what The reality on. and the reactions. That's right. right. Um, what are some steps So people? I have oh. – um, I have Kleenex at my desk. <laughs> I bet. Don't go in and yell at Gilbert. It's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, you do have to have kind of like a calm demeanor, too, because, right? I mean, because people are probably highly emotional. Oh, well, you do. And you're yeah, just like, I'm and, sorry. Well, I mean, I'm not taking it you from know, you. <laughs> for me, one of the big reasons I'm in the business is because I love my clients. Yeah. You get to see them. You become part of family. And you see, you know, I have one that come in this afternoon. She's got a 15-year-old daughter. And I remember when her daughter was three years old and. And she'll actually, this daughter will turn 16 in 10 days, and I give her, give the mother a hard time. Okay, she can get her driver's license. <laughs> so you, you know, you become like family through the years, and that's what I enjoy. Oh yeah. And so they can. Oh no, we even know so like they, about your family. So and they, your, can, yeah. they yeah. can cry on my shoulders. It's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're not the bad guy, and I'm no. sure it's like no. it's not me. No. Well, and that's the thing about. I mean, there's very few things you know, uh, financially that are more emotional than taxes because it's. It's complicated, I and mean, especially the way you're explaining it now, it's even more complicated. And that's why you need somebody to help guide you through it. Yeah. And especially if you're like me, you're really well, tired and, of things. You know? And frankly, I'm disappointed yeah. that it didn't become less complicated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to me, we, we have a very convoluted system, and we invented it that way. Yeah. And you look and say, did we really? But let's not get into that. Yeah. Right. It almost seems like you're set up for some trickery if you don't know what's going on. That's right. Yeah. And, and that's, so that's why it's right. nice to have a professional that's look right. over it because right. so. these things are written in a confusing way to, I don't, I'm not saying, it's not a conspiracy theory, but I'm saying maybe they're written in a confusing way to confuse people. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely confusing. I can say that. It is. It is. <laughs> um, I'm looking in our chat, in our live chat, and our friend Ben actually was saying that um, he has done, he's used another tax company before where um, he actually had his taxes assessed, said that he owed the feds a whole bunch of money, then went and had them redone at H&R Block, and H&R Block got him a, a refund. Wonderful. Yeah. Good. Instead, of they were able to redo Good. them because they were done inappropriately the Excellent. first time around. So instead you, of owing, he got do, money back. Actually, we do offer a free second look for people if they bring in a previous year's taxes and the documents we sit down and, and put it all in and see if we can do, do better. And, and we can. Which is great because you have yeah. all of that expertise yeah. and you can figure yeah. out where somebody – I mean, I've talked about it before on the show. I've I've gone to – before I started going to H&R Block, and it's been years now, um, I went to a couple of different places. And one of them severely screwed up my taxes and ended up having to have this whole IRS thing. And then they didn't take the blame. It was a giant mess. Well, of course and, the IRS doesn't want to take the blame. Well, it wasn't the IRS's fault. Ooh. It was the tax company's fault. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. gotcha. Oh, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't submit a bunch of income that I had and then mm. – of course, the IRS is like, ah, well, you didn't claim this. I'm like, well, I gave it to you guys. Yeah. And then, you know, just yeah. a whole circle. And, of course, it all comes back to me. Yep. Um, yep. But that's what I like about H&R Block is you guys will go through it. You will all take a look at it and and say, okay, here's what needs to happen. And then if something does happen with the IRS, then they can 
talk we have to you. Guarantee. We have a guarantee. Yeah, the guarantee. We, yeah. So, yeah. So Which what do you – so since you warned us last year about what was coming this year, do you have anything that you need to warn us about that's coming up in um, next tax season or that we should have a heads up about, maybe pay attention to? I don't think there would be many – so far we haven't heard of any changes coming up in the next tax season except for they're doing away with the mandate for insurance, for health insurance. But other than really? that – Yeah, I think that's going away. I'm, so you don't get penalized if you don't, don't have it I don't think you get then? penalized. Don't quote me. Oh, on I that. won't. I don't won't. But that would that. be that'd be really cool. Yeah. So no, and don't tell anybody. I, said, I will no. not. <laughs> Nobody. No. Just, we'll bleep so, that out. It's fine. But anyway, so that's. But other than that, things are pretty much staying the same. So the big thing. Excuse me. Oh yeah. <coughs> would you like some water? Yes, please. Yes. All right. The big. <laughs> I kept laughing. <laughs> the big thing this this year is to look at what has happened and make adjustments. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of people make changes in their W-4s, which is what the company, thank you, what You're the welcome. company uses for determining how much your withholding is or to do estimated payments or that type of thing. So that's the that's what I'm spending a lot of time this year doing is helping people in terms of, okay, now that we know what your picture is, what is it going to be like and how can we make a difference next year? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice at least to know, like, this is the trial year mm-hmm. and then we can finally figure out. Hopefully right. how it all works out. It's a transition year, and we see that oftentimes. Well, for somebody who's getting ready to go into retirement, that's a major transition year. And so we have to talk through what they're going to be getting, how their income is. You know, they're not going to have W-2 income. They're not going to have Social Security. They may get retirement. And how do we protect it so that next year you don't come in? Another transition point that's really big is people who go from W-2 working for somebody else and then they become self-employed. And that's a major one because, you know, so many things, well, I'm not going to make very much of this year. And they come in and you'll income tax and self-employment tax. You can find out, you know, 25 to 30% of your money that you made is going to taxes. And, and that first year is a major eye-opener. So we, when we see those events happening, people are getting married, people are going through divorces, um, that t- having children. I'll have you know, I have a new grandson. <gasps> You oh, do? Congratulations. Was, oh, how exciting. He was born on December 30th. That's December my dad's birthday. 30th. Yeah. And so he made it just in the tax year. So <laughs> I, I congratulate It's like he knew. I you congratulate <laughs> and, and my daughter does taxes too. And I said to her, I said, boy, you chose well on this one, didn't you? Oh, my God. So anyway, just under the gun. <laughs> so, so, so we look at things like that. And, the, you know, the children are always a positive. But some of the others... Can be can be real negative if you go through a whole year, um, and I had one this morning. She had, last year she got a little bit of Social Security. This year she's going to have a whole year of it. And if you make enough, and she makes enough into retirement, that probably eighty five percent of it will be taxable. But nobody does any withholding for Social Security. I mean, they will, but most people don't. And she could come in next year and find out she owes four or five thousand dollars, and just say, "My word, what happened to me?" And so those are the kinds of things that we try to spend time talking through. This is how you make sure that's not going to happen and what events are coming up. So that's part of the that's part of the tax planning part. So it's not just we don't major just in doing taxes. We major in trying to help people work through the whole, yeah. you know, pre- preparation and 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 um, how to how to keep from paying taxes you know taking taking advantage of all the 
all of all the deductions you can, that type of thing. Yeah. And so there's less surprises when the next year comes That's around. Yeah, right. so now everyone right. kind of knows. Because I'm often, you know, my they'll get bad news, and then they'll look at me and say, Gilbert, you warned me about this last year. And that makes me feel good. I remember. Yeah, yeah at least I'm, it's those people that can't remember that I get in trouble. No, <laughs> no I remember you pounded it into our heads last no, year. No, yeah, you said. I, I told you no. that. Don't you, don't you dare accuse me of being, no, anyway. <laughs> Well, Greg, we need to set up our appointment to go talk yes, to yeah. Gilbert. Yes. Very, very quickly. Um, and we will get that set up. What's the best way to set up an appointment with you, Gilbert? My number is 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. It's funny. I've memorized that number. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and just call up and ask for me, and they'll put you on the schedule, put me on the schedule. Do you put still you have some openings schedule. in your books? I do. Awesome. I do. Yeah, I'm, I, I will try be to... calling right after this. You get a lot of <laughs> you get a lot of last minute people uh, like us, perhaps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have some worse than that, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we do have a question. Carl in uh, DC is listening live right now. Said uh, Gilbert, do you do other jurisdictions besides Oregon? Yes, I do them. Um, I do them for Germany. Oh, wow. I do them. I have a client in um, Uganda. Wow. I have a client in Japan. I have, yeah. So I do them all over the U.S. Um, so you could do them for somebody, for I example, living in Washington, D.C.? And there are a couple states that require licenses for that particular state. Uh, New York has one. I do, I have the New York license. Uh, but yeah, I do them. I do Arizona. I do. All over. Yeah. All right. 503-233-0447. So what we end up doing on something like that is if you can email, I mean, you call and, and get the information, but you can email your documents to me and I put it together and we can do what's called a approve online. And I just send it to you and then you click it, open it up and pay for it and look at it and, and you can approve it and we can do everything online. Cool. Yeah. The yep. internet's amazing. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I will be setting up my appointment. Um, any final advice that you have for anybody? Like if you're right now, say you haven't gotten your taxes in. And you Greg's need asking to set for up himself. Right now. <laughs> if your name might be uh, Meg Greg. Bibbler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I say there's somebody out there named that. <laughs> you know, I say get them in and get them done so you know what you're looking at. There's some yeah. people, they come to me last minute and say, I know I'm going to owe, so I don't, I don't do it. Don't do it till last minute. And I'm thinking, now, wait a minute. You can do it today, as in March 4th. And um, if you owe, you have till April 15th to pay. Yeah. But at least you know how much you have to pay. Yeah. And you start saving up mm-hmm. and getting plans made for that as opposed to coming on April 14th and realize, oh, I owe buku bucks. Now, where am I going to come up with it? So get in, get them done. Um, and so you know what you're looking at and and beat the... April 15th rush. Yep. So, yep, because it's a certainty. you got to pay them. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's inevitable. Like, you can't delay, you can't make it not happen. That's right. It's you it's going to happen. Might death as well just and, get death it over. Death and taxes. That's the two death things. Death and taxes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's the name of today's episode. Death and taxes? Oh. Yeah. What episode? The, oh, today's episode of Fun Employment Radio. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No, I just came up with it because we were talking about Luke Perry, oh, and then we were yeah. talking about oh, my. your <laughs> wonderful <laughs> tax stuff. Wow. That was good. Both inevitable. Well, 
Gilbert. Did I get too real? Sorry. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just, wow, Sarah. I know. Um, Gilbert. Now you're going to make me cry. Oh, I know. stop. I know. I just I just turned it off, even yeah. though my face is still Turned blown. off the waterworks. No, now this made my day up. so much better. We, You're so wonderful to have in studio. We always love seeing well, I you. I love, love right. coming here. Yeah, well, we get so many people emailing too. Like, so you have such Gilbert. a fan club. You do. Is that right? Yeah, they're like, oh, I love it when Gilbert comes on. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Uh, it's awesome. And thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming in here and just you know telling us all about that. And so uh, the best again, way is to call on the to call you. Just call and, call. and ask for me by name, and and they'll Daniel will help you up. 503-233-0447. Yes. We'll put that on all the write-ups for yes. this episode, okay. too. Yes. And everything okay, there. good. But Thanks. Gilbert, thank you so much. Good. Gilbert, you're good such, to be with a, oh, such a delight to have I you. I love, yes. love coming in here. And, ah. and, um, well, we'll make sure that we get that appointment yep. set up. Yep. I'll be doing that right away. All right. Good. Okay. <laughs> thank you much. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Uh, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. There he was, Gilbert from oh, H&R Block. He's so wonderful. Love Honestly, having him in. I do have to say, I feel like a jillion times better than I did this morning. This show is like my mental saving grace. I feel so much better uh, just getting to be in here, spend time, spending time with everybody, being in the chat, knowing that you know we have all of our podcast friends and family that listen. Yeah. I feel like I was feeling pretty defeated sitting in a coffee shop crying by myself this morning well but now i feel the community it makes me feel so much better yeah well and that's what we i mean i hope this show helps other people out out there you know it's it's nice hearing sometimes because you know the one thing the one goal we have of this show is to whatever's going on in the world you know you get an hour to take a or an hour ish or whatever yeah. to take a break from your problems and not worry about that and make fun of us or share with us you know that's kind of what we want to do with this show and it works for us too yeah I yeah, mean, honestly, both thank, ways. I want to thank all of you for being there for me on a day that I was pretty bummed out. Like, I actually, yeah. I feel like more in control now. I think talking about it and getting to share it with friends, it feels better. Yeah. To get to share the burden a little. Like, I, I really appreciate it. And Good. Gilbert, who's just, like, the coolest. Yeah. I always feel like a little kid around. I'm just like, hi, Gilbert. Well, yeah, because he takes care of our Texas boys. And he helps me out because I am the biggest pro. I can't believe you didn't book an appointment before we came on, Greg. I, yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate doing taxes so much. I'm, I hate it. And he really does because I love majority it. of the work, but it's even just the, the getting stuff together. And he has saved me so many times. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I really, personally, I mean, I, because not only for our business taxes, but he also does my personal ones too, which are a nightmare because, you know, when you're independently employed, you got to, you got to take your money wherever it comes. So oh, it's yeah. all different kinds of <laughs> sources of income places. and all that stuff. Oh. Um, you know, and there's trade-offs to everything. But, man, it gets complicated, and he really, uh, really saves me. No, I, I know that he does because I remember yeah. I remember life but before am, Gilbert for your taxes. But I that am the biggest procrastinator good. in the world. Does, it still means I have to get the stuff together. You're not to. the biggest procrastinator. That's the weirdest thing. Uh, no, but you when it comes to this. You only are with taxes. Only when it comes to this. Yeah, yeah. you get Anything every- else – you're on top. You're right on top of it, Rose. For everything else, I just—it's such a source of anxiety and stress for me. Yeah, like I, there is nothing more stressful to me in life than than getting that stuff together because I'm just I'm just bad about it. But once I get it to him, then it's you know, it's out of your then hands. It's good. So it's just it's I'm just bad with every part of it. That was so funny too. How he just wandered into the studio. I know the fact that he was <laughs> that able, never so happens. Our building is. It's, it's a secure, secure. It's yeah. Loosely, I, mean, you know, I guess, secure. Yeah, you can sneak in, but because he looks so nice <laughs> and he's got his name tag on, he would still. He and he had a clipboard. And he had his clipboard. Somebody just let him right on in. 
I mean, I would have let him in. I would have let him in, too. I know. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. I know because we were both, like, sitting here talking, and then all of a sudden the door opens. It's like, oh, there's Gilbert. <laughs> all right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan, welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. I got a couple of Oregon stories for you Oregon. today, Greg. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Oh, boy. An Oregon man who was trapped in the snow for five days said that he was able to survive by eating Taco Bell sauce packets. For five days, his extra sauce packets kept him alive. I've seen this headline, so but I don't know the details. So anybody who has told me that you know, when I did have a car that it, you know, it's dirty and I should get rid of some stuff... I probably had some Taco Bell sauce packets that could have probably kept me alive for five days, too. Now, I was just pre-planning. Let me ask this. Uh, no, I didn't read the story on where exactly this person was. Uh, let me tell you. So this is um, so this guy's name is Jeremy Taylor. He told authorities that him and his dog survived. His dog, as well, survived as well um, by eating packets of taco sauce. How sauces did they get stuck in the snow, though? Where they was they were trapped at? by the snow in his vehicle for five days. Let's see. So the 36-year-old who went off-roading in the area. So it looks like, oh. In in Sun River. That's where my grandparents lived. Okay, but he went off-roading in the middle of a snowstorm in a... What was he in? Uh, he was in an SUV. Will you let me just try and, and get it before like you try before to I discredit it? Yes, yep. you're really obnoxious. So the 36-year-old who goes off-roading in the area said he drove up west of the resort community of Sun River with his dog, Allie, when his uh, SUV became stuck in the snow uh, that his Shoots County Sheriff's Office said. So this happened this last Sunday. He spent the night in his vehicle. Well, I guess that was, so it must have been the Sunday before last. Oh, he does have a big vehicle. Yeah, so he spent the night in his vehicle and attempted to walk for help on Monday, but had difficulty because of the amount of snow that had fallen. I remember going to visit my grandparents when I was little in Sun River, mm-hmm. and there would be snow, like, almost up to the top of the door. It was unreal. It could be, like, four or five feet. Yeah. My sister and I would try and tunnel through it's it. It's snowing a lot over there now. Well, it wasn't until Friday afternoon, this past Friday, that a snowmobile rider was able to spot his car and called 911. Taylor and his dog um, were described as hungry, but otherwise in good condition. In a Facebook post uh, after he got home, Taylor described himself as lucky, adding, I never want to do that again. Uh, Asked by his Facebook friend about how he stayed alive, he said, Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm really glad he's okay. Him and his dog are okay. That sounds like... Seems like you don't go off-roading without preparing. Well, like, yeah. You know. I mean, especially if you're going off in that, like, you should probably... If you really are doing that, you should have food saved. I mean, I have food in my truck. I have blankets and food. Like, and, intentionally? Yeah. Not just food that you left in there accidentally? No. Oh, like, prepared food? Canned food. Do you have a can opener? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I have canned food, can opener, um, you know, emergency blanket, flares, all that emergency stuff. I do, too. I have, like, multiple... Just in case. <laughs> it's like every Christmas my mom finds some sort of like emergency like car pack thing on sale and I always get one for Christmas so I have like seven of them. Yeah. Well that are sitting in my Flashlights. living room. Yeah, that are sitting in my living room right now because I don't have a car, but they're right. ready to go into the next one. But I also don't go uh intentionally off-roading in the middle of a snowstorm. Yes. Well, authorities recommend drivers in cold weather uh car- climates carry a winter car survival kit. There with them. we go. That include non-perishable food, water, blankets, and a basic toolkit and first aid kit. Uh, if a driver does become trapped in the snow, so if this does happen to you, it is advised that you run your car's motor uh, every 10 minutes or so. Yeah, because you got to Oh, no, for just, excuse me, for 10 minutes every hour. Yeah, because you got to So once gas. an hour for every 10 minutes. So it provides warmth while preserving your fuel. 
If your vehicle is covered or surrounded by snow, first ensure that the exhaust uh, exhaust pipe is not blocked before turning on the vehicle so that carbon monoxide does not enter your car. Oh, yeah. That's Look a at good, that. That's I'm, ta- I'm saving lives over here, Greg. Just don't go out and... T- I mean, sometimes stuff happens, but I mean, I feel like this could have been avoided. I mean, yeah, if he's recreationally driving out into the middle of nowhere. I get it. Sounds like fun, but you're by yourself with no supplies. Yeah, you don't want a walkie-talkie or something. And you didn't tell anybody where you're going? No. Like, that's another problem. Mm. I mean, I learned that lesson. I used to go off by myself and go hiking and not tell anybody where I was going. And then my truck almost ran over the side of a cliff. I was about an inch away from Jesus going over Greg. a cliff. How many times then, have you uh, been doing something idiotic that you have almost died? So many. Uh, there's a handful. I remember when we drove by, when we went to the coast one time, we were like, oh, there's the mountain I almost died on. I'm like, Jesus Yeah, that was, a, that was my fault. It's a horrible way to say that. Yeah. No, this would have been, it would have been bad. And so I learned my lesson to at least tell somebody what area I'm going if I, if I do something like that. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Always leave a note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's Oregon story number one in San River. Now this one is out of Portland. Attention. Greg Nibbler. Uh-oh. A bunch of people have sent me this story. And I believe this might have to be some sort of listener event because it's kind of amazing. Well, starting on June 15th of this year, the Portland Spirit, you know, the boat downtown that that navigates the river. Yes. Is now going to be having a new Portland cruise that tracks Bigfoot through the Columbia River Gorge. It is a Bigfoot themed. Wait, a cruise? It is well, a cruise. It's on the Portland Spirit, where you can ride through the Columbia River Gorge, trying to track Bigfoot. What? Bigfoot? Yes, this will take Sasquatch hunters through the Columbia River Gorge to track down, as they call it, the mythical cryptid. <laughs> on the Columbia River Gorge. On the Columbia River Gorge, because that's what they believe. Right next to the freeway. Right next to the right next to I eighty four. All right, so Aaron Green, who's the Portland Spirits marketing director and knows that people will shell out money for this, uh, in a description of the cruise says, Bigfoot is the hide-and-seek champion of the world. With the help of Cliff Barakman Barakman, from Animal Planet's Finding Bigfoot, we will try our best to find him. So they do have a host, Greg, from Finding Bigfoot that might be helping him. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think it's your... um, your other squatch. It's not guy. Bobo. It's not Bobo the squatch hunter. Um, Barrickman, Cliff Barrickman. Oh yeah, no, that's the guy from from here, right? He's from. Uh, oh maybe. So well, he found himself a new fancy gig because he's going to be hosting the Portland Spirit <laughs> Bigfoot. Columbia I mean, I just wonder, like, seriously, like, where are you going to find Bigfoot on the Columbia River Gorge? I know because it's like Goldendale on that side, and then like Vista Point, like yeah. It's well, there's just not. All, there's it's no all occupied. Territory there. I mean, because Bigfoot lives closer to the ocean, right? No, Sarah. I thought he lived in the Ugh. in the coastal forest. It's not a, no, well, yes, he probably does, but he lives more north and south. He's not going to be right there by the freeway. All right. Uh, so Cliff Brockman uh, is going to be hosting this. It's a seven-hour-long trip. Starts in downtown Portland and ends a hundred and forty miles down the river at Cascade Locks. Uh, also, when you're on the boat, you're going to be treated to recordings of Brockman's accounts of Bigfoot sightings and theories the entire way. This sounds like hell. Being trapped on a boat with a crazy Bigfoot guy talking about his experiences and theories. Oh, dear God. Oh, I think we're going to have to go on this. 
Baruchman, uh, for some random thing, um, says he's a former deadhead. Okay. Uh, claims in finding Bigfoot that he actually found Bigfoot on a camping trip with his former wife in 2000 in California, and he saw it snap a gigantic tree in half to scare him. Well, if you're not really into <laughs> hearing all the Bigfoot stories, but you would like to go on the cruise, uh, it does stop at the Locks Grill before turning around, so you get to go and have some... It goes to Cascade Locks and... Yeah, to Cascade Locks. Uh, it goes the 140 miles to Cascade Locks. Uh-huh. Um, it says that they Wait, offer... Wait, what? It goes up 140 miles? No. It says 140... No, it must be oh, 70, 70 miles. miles. Yeah, 70 miles. round yeah. trip. Okay. Round trip. So 70 miles to Cascade Locks, um, where you can go get... Signature big, Bigfoot bite, uh, Bites is what it says at the Locks Grill. The Locks Grill is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, you can it see... It used to be called something else, for those of you who go to Cascade Locks. That had a different name. called? I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, I thought you, it was going to be something like Sorted or something. You're like, oh, it used to be called something else. I don't think so, but I don't think it's always been called that. I, I, like, But honestly, if you're not even uh, wanting to look and try and find Bigfoot, it is, I guess, a really amazing tour of... Um, like the wildlife and new growth recovery from the from the wildfire. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's a, beautiful. Yeah, it's a, yeah I guess that's going to be a beautiful trip. Like, if, even if I you're mean, like not stoked about the Bigfoot stuff, you can at least go on a pr- really pretty bike, uh, boat ride on there. Yeah. So uh, the cruise passes under Portland's bridges, uh, goes by Rooster Rock State Park and Multnomah Falls, and under the Bridge of the Gods. So it'll run all summer, so from June to September, and cost ninety eight dollars per person, or seventy eight dollars per person if you get fifteen people or more. I know we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, as soon as I was halfway through this. Yeah, like, there's going to be a fun employment radio group this. trip for this. Yeah. All right. So you let us Seven know. Seven hours is a long time. <laughs> you all let that us is a know long when, time, um, when but works best for you. Oh, yeah. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. So there you are, my friends. That's your Oregon-themed world of crazy. Crazy. Taco Bell and Bigfoot. Yep. The Greg Nibbler story. Also, well, speaking of events coming up, do we want to say that we might be doing something on a particular day just to have people save the date? Save the date save right the date. now of Sunday, March 17th, which happens to be St. Patrick's Day. Because we might have something happening that day. And if you remember what we were doing last spring, maybe you might remember what we might be doing. Bingo! Bingo! We're going to have our first bingo of the season. And there's going to be a live show involved as well. St. That part Patrick's will Day probably bingo be and live ticketed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the bingo is free for everybody. So save that date. We'll be getting out more details. But Sunday, March 17th, we're talking early afternoon kind of thing. So you can enjoy the day and still get home at a reasonable hour. Oh, yes. So come celebrate St. Patrick's Day with us. Absolutely. Oh, it'll be fun. I Oh, man. You get to see Greg calling the bingo. It is. Oh, if you've yeah. never seen this, it's quite the treat. It's been a while since I've done it, too. Yeah, it's been a while. <sighs> it's been a while. No, we don't do that. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, we do have a birthday. <gasps> we do have a birthday. Tell me. I'm trying to stay on top of the You should have put it on the list, Greg. I didn't put it on the list, but I am right now. All right. It's well, still pretty good. That doesn't really count. It's still pretty good. Okay. Whose wonderful birthday is it? Why, Sarah, let me tell you whose birthday it is because there is nothing more that I would like to do than wish a happy birthday. Really? Two. Oh, my God. Greg. 
the husband. Oh my god, I'm going to throw something at you. Of Amy. Who got him steel reserves for his birthday. Yeah, Happy Amy. birthday, Derek. Derek, you're the best. And Amy... Yeah, your girl left my own heart. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Derek. Happy birthday, Derek. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Steel Reserve. I respect yeah. her. I respect that. That's a birthday. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Thank you again, reload. everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone. I mean, honestly, from the bottom of my, of my heart, I... I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for turning around my day. I really, really appreciate you. Yep. And hit subscribe wherever you find this podcast. <sighs> hit that subscribe button. Big thank you to Gilbert, H&R Block. Uh, really appreciate him coming in. I'm setting up my appointment. You should set up your appointment. <laughs> Definitely set up your appointment. Like, seriously, if you want to go somewhere where it's it's a it's a crappy situation. Nobody likes doing taxes, no. but it's like the best of a bad situation. Yeah, like Gilbert's just the nicest, friendliest guy. And well, he makes, no. he makes what's a, what can be an uncomfortable, difficult conversation easier. Well, no help you save money. Yeah, and that too. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, let's be honest. Five zero three two three three zero four four seven five zero three two three three zero four four seven. All right, everybody, you are all wonderful people. Thank you for everything. And we thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I love you forever, Dylan McKay. <sighs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.